Hey, I'm James Kennedy from Vanderpump Rules and you're listening to Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World Podcast. Don't forget to share this episode to Instagram and Facebook to subscribe. Kisses to everyone and take care of yourselves. watching just one episode of love is blind i have a lot of questions about the production like where is it filmed do they ever go outside how many days do they go on are they who is still together where do they sleep so today i have kelly chase and she is going to share the answers to all of these questions and more here we go kelly are you ready yes i am thank you so much for having me What's up? How have you been? What have you been doing? Oh, goodness. Great questions. Um, yeah, um, I, I'm working. So I'm a mindset coach, business and mindset coach. So I that's what I do outside of Love is Blind is that content creation for different brands. I have my own podcast too. So I'm very busy, very busy over here. But um, it's it's been great. I mean, you know, I practice what I preach as far as like, finding your work-life balance. So definitely when I'm not busy with work stuff and I am out gallivanting, um, you know, with friends, family, and, or just giving myself that me time. So that's, that's what I've been doing. (laughs) In our email conversations, you mentioned that you have COVID. How long ago was that? And what did you take for recovery? Yeah. So, um, it was the beginning of August, uh, when I came down with COVID, um, I knew like, I don't get sick very often. I eat very well. I'm pretty mindful about my choices and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I knew when I woke up, like maybe it was like July 31st or August 1st, literally, um, I was like achy all over the night before I kind of felt a little run down and I was like, mm, something's kind of weird. Maybe I was tired. Um, cause that was the weekend after, uh, the, after the altar actually aired. And so I had been like staying up really late and everything. So I was like, Oh, maybe we're just like burnt out from all of that. But no, I, I definitely had like a mild fever and my body was aching the first couple of days. And I was like, I definitely have COVID. Like there was no test needed. Like I had it, you know, like, and then on day five, I lost my taste. So I never lost my taste of smell or my sense of smell, but lost the taste, had a headache for like 16 days straight very mild, like it was mild. It wasn't like a throbbing migraine type of headache. It was just like a mild, like annoying headache. Um, so that, that was probably the worst part of it though, was having a headache. But Were you scared that something will happen? Um, no, I mean, granted, I mean, there's so many scary things that have been happening to so many other people. So of course, like every morning I would wake up and I'm like, can I taste, can I smell, can I breathe? Am I breathing? And then I would like, you know, get up and walk around my house. And I was like questioning, like, am I running out of breath? Can I still breathe? So yes, it was like a pretty like anxiety driven, um, experience for me, but I was, you know, again, I do mindful work all the time. So I just kept affirming, like my body is healing. I'm recovering. I'm really healthy, you know, that kind of thing. And everything's okay. You're going to be okay. Um, I took zinc, I took vitamin C, D, A, K, all the things. Wow. <laughs> yeah. As I'm going through it. So, and again, I was like drinking my like green smoothies and eating like as much, uh, like vegetables as possible. I mean, I'm 
like I said, I think he'll food, food, food is thy medicine a lot of times. So. Yeah, who handles your food and groceries while you're quarantined? Um, so I, yeah, no. So I, I did have some food here at my house, but I was, it's interesting. Like, you know, you get comfort food when you don't feel good. So yeah. I didn't have like mashed potatoes. Have, yeah, exactly. I didn't have the mashed potatoes. I didn't have like the chicken noodle soup. I didn't have the saltine crackers, you know, that kind of thing in ginger ale. So, um, two friends of mine, they did bring me some food one day, like left it on my doorstep, my doorstep. And then my mom actually did go grocery shopping for me, like halfway through and left everything outside of my doorstep for me to just bring in. So that, you know, it, it kind of sucks, but I would say, I would say that I, although the symptoms lasted for a while, I didn't like, I, I have felt worse having a common cold before my experience. So I didn't have a, like some people are getting like the sniffles and runny nose and like, they actually are experiencing what resembles a common cold, but I didn't have that. Like I didn't have the only thing that felt weird was like, I had pressure in my nose, almost like as if you were like stuck in a, like the Vegas or like Arizona, like desert and like your nasal cavity was like really dry that. So it was like pressure there. And then I had like a headache. So that was like the weirdest things, I guess. And then losing your taste was peculiar. Yeah. Do you, do you still have appetite or do you have to force yourself to eat? So a little bit of both, honestly. Um, I, I was hungry, but not like, yeah, I was hungry, but I was hungry. I, I was craving different things. I craved like chicken wings and like chicken tenders, which was really weird. I don't eat a lot of chicken, nor do I eat gluten. So having like breaded things, but I, it was funny. Like I would order Uber eats and have like things sent to me. And I'm like, I know this is a freaking waste of money because I can't even taste it. But like, it was just the comfort of knowing that I was having chicken fingers. Super weird. Oh, can you smell it? I, I could smell it. Yes. I, I never lost my sense of smell. So that was cool. <laughs> What's that? What, how has the year 2020 been for you? Because it's been pretty crazy, but you also start, you also become a huge reality star uh, when the world was shut down because you were in uh, Love is Blind. How has yeah. it been? Um, It's been interesting. I mean, it was after the show aired. I mean, granted, yes, I saw my like social media blow up. I mean, my following counts and, and all of that was pretty. Uh, just How like much did it blow up? Do you remember what was it before and after you come out? Yeah, um, my highest, I mean, I've lost some followers just because like, whatever, um, yeah. Yeah. but like the highest amount to like where I started, um, 491,000 followers was the difference. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In a matter of two months. <laughs> so it was a lot of energies from the outside uh, international world, um, coming on, but it was, it was cool. I mean, I, I will say, you know, it has been interesting trying to navigate, like really like what to do. I mean, I run my own business, so it was kind of like, I don't know. It was kind of difficult to navigate. Am I supposed to show up like as this public figure? Am I supposed to show up as this like influencer now? Am I supposed to talk about my business stuff? I didn't really know how to like navigate that side of things, but I did the best I could. And here we are, <laughs> but it's been interesting. I mean, I haven't, 
I don't know, like it was, a, it was a lot of energies. Let's put it that way. It was definitely like, uh, just a, like, you just like don't know what to do and how to show up and things like that. So, and you get all of a sudden, it's like your responsibility to talk about, you know, political things and topics thing that are going on. And I'm like, I don't, I'm not a huge political person. So I try to stay out of that ball game. <laughs> it was, it was interesting. You, it's like you become like this overnight like celebrity, and everyone expects you to like know everything, and everyone expects you to like talk. You know, have a yeah, stand. and you have oh, to be yeah. careful because cancel culture is overwhelmingly. You can't even say anything these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, it definitely is a scary thing. Like to, it's scary but amazing at the same time. So it's been awesome. when. How long ago was Love is Blind film, the series? Yeah, so we filmed the original series in uh, around, well, October and November of 2018. So it'll be three years. Three wow. years. Wow. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Why did it take so long to freaking air on TV? Yeah, um, it took them a long time to edit, one, I know, but two, um, just getting their slot in with Netflix. So I think that that was like the holdup too. Like, when are they, like, when do they have room space for our show to come in kind of thing? Yeah, that means Lauren, Lauren, I think the guy's name is Cameron. They cannot tell anybody that they're together for almost three years. Yeah. So I, yeah, it was a year. I think it was like 18 months um, from the time we filmed to like when it aired last February. So yeah, it was pretty crazy. They could not talk and Amber and Barnett uh Janina and Damien same thing like I mean they weren't they didn't get married but they had a relationship and they had to keep it kind of under wraps what so. about you did you tell anybody that you got on the show and do you have a cell phone so that you can talk to your parents oh no that was not COVID yet 2018 yeah I know yeah so the I mean when we were like filming everything no we didn't have our phones for the first portion of the show um like the pods in Mexico and everything we didn't have our phones and then afterwards we did have our phones because we were able to get back to like normal life so like people had to go to work and like things like that so um but yeah I mean so like our wedding you know you when you were watching the show you saw like we had guests like an audience there so obviously all of those people are like my closest friends, a majority of my closest friends. And so they all knew obviously what happened. They had to sign like a non-disclosure agreement or whatever. Um, but you know, outside of that, I didn't tell too many other people just because I was under a non-disclosure as well. (laughs) You cannot even tell your best friend or your mom, not a soul. Well, they were all there. I mean, they were there, you know, for everything pretty much. So they, they were the ones who knew what was going on and everything. Why did you, why did you decide to go on the show and how was uh, the audition process like? Do you, do you have, uh, because it's pre-COVID, do you have like a face-to-face conversation? Um, no. So we did. No. Skype. Um, yeah, we did. We did face to face. I mean, meaning like Skype, like through video. So we did Skype conversations because they were all casting, I think was in um, California. So, but they found, they actually found me through, I, they had my file from a previous casting uh, when they were casting for Married at First Sight. They had, 
like interviewed me for that. The US so. version? The US version, yeah. The US okay. version is so tame compared to the ones in UK and Australia. I don't know if you have seen uh, any of those. <laughs> I haven't. I've heard the Australian one is crazy though. <laughs> yeah, the counselors really get involved with it and there's a lot of drama. It's not, it's, it's not happy-go-lucky uh, like the US version, which is surprising because usually it's the US that brings all the drama. That is. This show. That's very surprising. Yeah, my a friend of mine um, did, I think, the first season of Married at First Sight, like back in whenever that was, 2016, 15. So, how, so it, how do they even have access to your previous profile? Is it like it a the, database? Yeah, so I think it was the same um, production company that was oh. doing Married at First Sight and Love is Blind. Yeah, Love is Blind is huge. Actually, it was my friend from Bulgaria. She was watching it in Bulgaria and she was the one who mentioned it to me. We were Facebook videoing and she mentioned, hey, you need to start watching Catch Up, Love is Blind so that we can <laughs> talk about it. She's the one who told me about this. She lives in Bulgaria. That's wow. how big it is. I don't yeah. know if you understand. Oh, we understand. Huh? <laughs> oh, no, we understand. Don't understand the scope, how big this show is. How yeah, no, it's, it's wild. If I, I mean, to, to know that there are people literally in various countries across the world that know who I am, know my face, know my name. Also, celebrities that I like would fangirl the heck out of like Justin Bieber and the Kardashians and Chrissy Teigen that all watch the show. And I'm like, they know who I am. They know who I am. That's Wait, really how did you know they watched the show? Did they message you? Did they at you? No. So I just on their Instagram story, like they were talking about it on their Instagram story. And somebody, somebody told you, Hey, Kim Kardashian mentioned you on her Instagram story. So are you going to check it out? Yeah. Or she may not have like mentioned me in particular, but just like, you know, she was like on her Instagram story, like talking about like, Oh my God, have you guys like seen this, this crazy show on Netflix? Like love is fine. And it was just like conversations like that. And Chrissy Teigen was actually um, doing, she had it on in the background. Like she was like recording her like child, you know, they were just like doing whatever, like, but she was recording her child, but they, she had like our love is blind on in the background. And it was Jamie and Damien, like this, like a scene of Jamie and Damien. And I was like, Oh my God, she's literally watching us. <laughs> yeah. Now, now there's love is blind Brazil, so was, but I haven't was, watched it yet. Yeah, that's right. I know. I heard that. I heard that. I think that's super cool. I haven't. I haven't seen it either. But. Oh, by the way, how long did it take to film this show in 2018 in Mexico? Um. So the whole thing was filmed in seven weeks. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Mexico was like a week. We were down there for a week. Gotcha. How How was the? Why did you decide to go on the show? Oh man, um, a couple of different reasons, more, more or less because I was going through this whole like personal development, self-love journey. And I was like, Hey, you know what? Like one opportunity could lead to another opportunity. You never know what this could expand into. Like, even if I don't find love on the show, which honestly, in my mind at the time, I was like, there's no way I'm going to match with someone. I feel like I was like a very picky person at the time. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to match with anybody, but maybe they have a friend or a brother or someone sees me. And then, you know, 
I meet them through that, that way. So it was that. And just like, I thought the, um, the plot, the, you know, the outline of the show was pretty amazing. Like to meet someone and make a connection with them based on their like communication alone. Like, that's what I was like, really like the studies that I was going through the personal development. It's all about learning how to communicate better with yourself and being more vulnerable and that kind of thing. And I was like, this is totally aligned with what I'm doing right now. So it was cool. And I hadn't dated anybody in a while. So I was like, well, why not? (laughs) How soon did you get to watch the episodes before, before Netflix aired it? Oh, we didn't. How, what do you mean? You, you, you watch it at the same time that it premiered? Yes. Oh, wow. Like I woke up, like it was aired at um, midnight Pacific time. And so that was 3 a.m. Eastern time. I woke up at 3 a.m. every week and watched, binged. Because I was like, oh my God, I don't want to like, I don't want to miss anything. And I don't like the people that are DMing me, I want to know what they're talking about. So I would wake up like right when it aired, right when the episodes were released and like binge for like three hours. (laughs) Was there anything edited that, that you, that you felt was misleading? Um, yeah, I mean, there was a lot that was, um, that was edited to make it more entertaining for TV, but it wasn't, it wasn't like totally like far-fetched. I mean, like I'll speak on my behalf of like Kenny and I, um, like there was a scene of us laying in the bed. I don't know if you remember, but we were talking like, it, it sounded like I, we were having like a conversation about um, intimacy and it made it look like we were talking about the fact like that I didn't want to have sex with him because I wasn't like physically attracted to him. And that was like totally not the conversation that was happening. So they made it look like I just wasn't physically attracted and that's why I didn't want to like be intimate with him. So that was something that they edited a little bit. (laughs) What about the reunion? When was that film? Was that in New York? Uh, No, that was here in Atlanta. Um, So we filmed the, let's see. Yeah. So the After the Altar was filmed in November last last year. So 10 months ago. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Has anyone recognized you in real life? Yeah. Yeah. What did they say? They want to take a selfie with you? Some people do. Some people will take a selfie. Um, some people come up and they're like, are you that? Wait, are you the girl from some people don't remember like which reality show or they'll be like, wait, you look like super familiar. How do I know you? And I'm like, maybe a TV show. And they're like, oh my God. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I mean, some people just give you the look. Like, I think I know her. She looks really familiar, but they don't say anything. Um, I don't know. It's cool, but it's like 50, 50. I mean, when I go out in public, like maybe someone will say something. Otherwise no one recognizes me. <laughs> so how many days do you get to go on with each guy in the pod? Um, so there were 15, from the very beginning, there were 15 girls and 15 guys. I feel so bad for those people that did not make it on TV. I know, uh, me too. You're you're so lucky. You were meant to be. I am very blessed. Yes. (laughs) There's a reason for everything, I swear. Exactly. Um, There is. But yeah, I mean, so we started out with 15 dates because it was a speed, speed dating thing. So 15 dates and then that just process of elimination more or less um dwindled down to like our top people <laughs> so it was cool and have anyone had any like pod sex like like a, like phone sex 
I don't, I didn't hear of any of that going on. So I don't think so. I think they kept it pretty PG in the pods. Have you kept in touch with uh, the contestants that didn't make it on, on the show? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think some of them, I had one of the girls on my podcast, actually, uh, Lily May. She's an awesome, like freaking boss, babe. She owns her own like PR marketing firm. Um, this other girl, Ebony, she, Ebony was actually on after the altar, but she wasn't on much of, I guess, of the original series, but she was on after the altar. Um, she was like in the scenes with diamond a lot. So, but Ebony and I are really good friends. She's done my makeup a couple of times. We've done a photo shoot together. She's in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Majority of everyone is in Atlanta, except for Mark, uh, Jessica, Kenny. That might be it. Cameron? No, Cameron and Lauren are here in Atlanta. Um, Giannina's popping around. I don't know where she's at right now. Uh, But yeah, everyone pretty much is here still in Atlanta. Can you... Okay. How do I say this? Uh, how, how, how did you feel when, what, what made you wanted to be honest with Kenny that you don't see a future with him? Why didn't you just go with the program for the sake of it? Um, because I was never going to just settle for something. I'm not saying that I'm settling with Kenny because he's a great person, but I just knew in my heart that it wasn't right. Like I didn't, I wasn't in love with him and I couldn't go through with that with the hope and expectation that things would, you know, develop even further with us. Um, and I think the same thing for him, honestly, um, we just were not, like we had a great, we had a great relationship. We, we were becoming like really good, like friends too, but we, I don't know. I mean, we, we talked, we talked about dating afterwards, um, but it never happened. So that was okay. <laughs> but you know, that was his call, not mine, but that was okay. We've is there, on. is there anything that Kenny said to you that, that stung like, Ooh, that hurt my ego. No, like I said, he's a great guy. He's a really, really amazing guy. Um, I think the only thing that hurt my ego was the fact, like I said, like we had discussed dating like afterwards in the event that we didn't, you know, say yes, that we were yeah. still going to date because we had a good relationship. Um, and then he ended things, you know, he needed, he was emotionally unavailable, quote unquote, um, and needed to just like get back to his own routine. And if things were to develop, then they would have come back full circle, but it just didn't happen that way. And uh, everything worked out the way it was supposed to. But, um, I think that was the biggest, like shock to my ego though, was like, I thought we were doing something. And then he was like, mm, actually it's not. So it just felt like a, re- a rejection more or less. Do you feel like how long, how long did it take for you to heal from the heartache? Do you feel that your heart had been broken? Well, yes, at first, (laughs) at first, yes. Um, I mean, we spent, you know, six, seven weeks with these people and very intimate corners. I mean, we were like living together. We went on vacation with them. We talked to them like every day. Um, so it was very intense. And then us not talking after the show. Yeah, I was pretty devastated. I was really sad. I was really heartbroken feeling And then I started working with a mindset coach myself a few weeks afterwards. And 
you know, sharing my pains with her. And we, we came to the conclusion that it was more the pain of the rejection versus the pain of the heartbreak, like the loss of someone. So like, that's a really good insight, very important insight too. Yeah. Yeah. It was the pain from the rejection, not the pain of losing him that I was like, so upset about. So, um, but again, I mean, he was a great guy. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him. He's, you know, he's now engaged. I don't know if you knew that, but he's engaged and you know, there I've met her. She's great too. Like they're cute. Yeah. I believe he brought her to the, after the altar, right? Yes, he did. Mm -hmm. So I met her there. She was super, super sweet. Uh, we actually have a mutual friend, which is just like small world. So How a surprise were you to for you to see Francesca uh, Farrago from Too Hot to Handle uh, at the filming? Um, one, I didn't know who she was at first. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you have to ask somebody, and they tell I'm you. Like, they know this. Yeah, yeah, they knew. Um, so with that being said, I mean, I walked right up to Damien and I was like, bro, what's going on? Why is she Yeah, here? what was, what was he doing it for, for drama? Or what was he freaking thinking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, you know, everyone has different perspectives, perspectives and perceptions on things. And he really, like, they're just friends. She apparently was just in town and he invited her to come, so... And I'm, and and she really, uh, Francesca, she actually really surprises me because I immediately assume she's going to be really catty, but she's actually quite timid. So that's yeah. what surprises me. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I mean, I didn't have much interaction with her, but I, I mean, as she was like passing me, I was like, you know, I said, hi, I'm not an ugly person. Like I'm not mean or anything. So I was like, hi, I'm Kelly. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> and she was just like, hi. Just really sweet. And like you said, just kind of like timid about things. So I think she felt uncomfortable being there, honestly. Yeah, I think everybody was looking at her too, wondering what what she's doing there. And I don't feel that was was his name Damien. I don't feel like he was paying attention to her, to her and making sure that she feel accepted too. He didn't do any of that. Yeah, yeah. I think he I think it was just like an interesting dynamic all around like just having her there and Giannina and he didn't know how to like navigate that. I don't know. I can't speak for him, but it's what it felt like. It's what it seemed like. What do you find uh, frustrating about uh, this experience being on love is blind? Oh man. Um, I mean, it was such an awesome opportunity. It was so great meeting all these uh, awesome people, having the opportunity to learn more about myself. I mean, great self-discovery came from it. Um, as far as frustrating, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think probably just knowing some of the like ins and outs of, like I said, where things may have been a little bit more produced or edited or things like that. And like people like, um, blaming me or, telling me their perspective and like uh, judging me for my choice, mm. that kind of thing. And it's like, you don't know the truth. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's that's probably the most frustrating thing is like having people like judge you for something they watched on TV when yeah. I'm like, it's still produced a little bit guys. <laughs> so, but it's fine. I mean, it's water under the bridge now, <laughs> but it was difficult at first. And you were being filmed 24-7 or no? Or do you have a schedule? Um, we, yeah, we had a schedule. We were not filmed the whole time. So oh, okay. Luckily. Yeah, so you, you don't have to wear a mic all the time? No. Mm -mm. What, is your, 
What is your relationship with Kenny now? I, just, I, I assume you don't talk because he's engaged and you have your own life. You both have your own life. Yeah. 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 We're, we're just super respectful of each other and where we're at. I mean, it's, I wouldn't sit there and I don't know, like we just didn't, we're friendly with each other. We don't, I mean, if we see each other or like, let's say we had to like, I don't know, had to talk about something about the show, then obviously like we would have that conversation, but we don't like reach out to each other outside of that. I mean, we say like happy birthday, if it's our birthday, you know, things like that. But yeah, I mean, we just are very respectful of each other's life. So are you are you surprised that Mark didn't attend the reunion? Or you had a gut feeling that he's not gonna attend? Uh, no, I I didn't know if he was if he was or was not. I mean, the whole time I was like, is he coming? Is he not coming? I really didn't know. Um, I thought that he would, but then you know, considering like he had a baby on the way at the time. And all of that, I was like, well, maybe he's just like ready to like step out of the like limelight per se. Although half the show was about him. So he didn't really get <laughs> out of the limelight. That's pretty good. He doesn't even have to attend a show to be the star of the show. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he was a heavy topic. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I remember this. Oh, I'm so glad I, re- I remember this. Uh, Jessica feeding her, her dog wine. Oh yeah. Have you seen it? Have you seen it with your own eyes before when you were living with her? Oh no. no. She didn't bring her dog when you guys were living together in that house. No, it's she didn't. Gotcha. Yeah, she didn't. Um, but no, I mean she's a great dog. She's a great dog mommy. So I don't know what that situation was. Oh, you don't it. have a reaction when you <gasps> saw that on TV? I was I think I laughed because I was like, oh my god, that's kind of funny but I don't know I'm sure that there are people out there who have done stupider things <laughs> more stupid things um you know so I laugh do you cringe at any any scenes in the in, in the show um yeah I'm sure I did you know whether that was cringing at myself I mean it was kind of it was neat watching like I said, the show aired a year and a half after we filmed it. So like, I, I've been on this like self-discovery journey for a while now. And so I've like become more confident. I have so much more love for myself, boundaries, all that. And so watching myself back, I was like, wow, like I thought I was confident then. And like, in comparison to where I'm at now, like just like how I was showing up, like I could tell that I was being a little bit more insecure in certain scenarios, whereas I probably would have shown up a little bit different. Like I, and I don't know if you noticed this and granted, they didn't show that much of me on the, after the altar, but the parts that they did show, like, I'm like, okay, that's more reflective of like who I am today versus when you guys originally saw me when it aired last February. Like I just like more my power. Like I don't need a man to come to an event with me, like single and loving it. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) I'm assuming all the alcohol is free. Yeah. Yeah. All the alcohol is free. Um, and they didn't push it. Like, I, I feel like that's kind of like a misconception. Like, oh, they're probably like, like the bachelorette. Yeah, exactly. Like that. I've heard that on bachelor and bachelorette, they like feed the people alcohol, but they had it there, but it was our choice to drink it. Like I didn't really indulge that much. Cause I know how I get when I get tipsy. <laughs> Did you, notice, 
notice a pattern of of behavior while you were filming or while you were dating the people in the pod? Like as far as like the patterns with them or with myself? With yourself, like repeating the same pattern or like being attracted to the same guy. Mm, good call. Um, good question. Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, I was in this place of like personal development at the time and I wanted, like I knew that I wanted someone that was um, more vulnerable to in tune with their emotions, um, able to like communicate better, like deeper than just surface level conversations. And so that was what I was like, um, finding myself connecting with those types of people. So like Kenny obviously was one of those people. Damien is one of those people. Um, this other guy, Wesley, I think us three were like, or those three guys were like my top three, as far as like the most connected that I was with. So, yeah. When you were filming, uh, love is blind and you saw the drama between Barnett and Jessica, what was your reaction? So you felt uncomfortable because yeah. yeah, I mean, I'll say this, like when we were filming, when we were actually filming, I wasn't around for a lot of those scenes when okay. it was more of like a group situation. I had to, I had a ghost, like I had to like pause in filming and go to like a work event. Like I had to go. So we, Kenny and I kind of had to play catch up a little bit. So that's why we weren't at some of those like group parties. Um, if you remember, we weren't there, um, because we were filming something else, <laughs> um, regardless. So I wasn't able to like firsthand see the stuff go down, but on the flip side of me watching it on television, it was a little, um, that was probably like, when you asked me about like the cringe worthy moments, like that was mm-hmm. probably I was like, Ooh, like, you know, like that's shoot. Like how they're showing up and stuff. And like, Jessica and I have known each other for a long time. We didn't know that we were doing the show. Um, Wait, what? You already know her? Yeah, I already know. What are the odds? I know, I know. Like I walked in on set the first day and she was already there and she turned around and she was like, what? She's like, wait, you're doing this too? So we have a mutual friend group, but like, they're not like my, like those are her like best friends, but I have like another group that are my best friends. So like I had told my best friend, she told her best friends. And like the one, like one of the girls from that other mutual group, from like her best friend group, she knew that we were both doing it. I don't think Jess had told any of the other girls. She knew that we were doing it, but she didn't tell either of us that either of us were doing it. So we had no clue. Um, but yeah, so I like knew her, I knew her personality. I knew everything. So like watch it, but like watching her on the show, I was like, Oh God, like this is making her look really freaking bad. And she's not a bad person. Like she's such a good person. And so it was like, it was difficult to watch though, like watching your friend get ripped apart on television, more or less. <laughs> what? Uh, so she was more of an acquaintance when you bump into her on set or she was already your she was a friend? Yeah, no, she was, she was definitely a friend. We just don't like, I have another group of girls that I hang out with on a more regular basis. So let's put it that way. But she's definitely a friend of mine. And we've, we've known each other 10 years. It's been a long time. What about Love is Blind that attracted you to the show? Because you really get married, right? It's like a real marriage, right? You have like a yeah. sign and everything. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, what made you take that, take that risk? You're not scared? 
No, I think, well, honestly, it's because I had talked myself out of the fact that I was even going to match with someone. Like I was like, Oh, I'll do this speed dating and I'll be home in like a week. Like I'm never like, I'm too picky. There's no way I'm going to like match with someone. Like I knew what the show was about, but I just didn't, I strongly believe that I was not going to find someone that I connected with. (laughs) So is it scary? Is it scary though to commit to someone without seeing them? Yeah. Okay. So you did, you did feel, you did feel something. Yeah. I think that was like partly why I was, I mean, I was emotional. If you like go back to that episode of us, like the engagements, like I was highly emotional because I was like scared, but also like, I'm literally getting engaged to a guy who's not even in front of me. This is totally not how I was playing this out in my head of how I wanted this to go down in my real life. Um, You know, he wasn't able to ask my dad for my hand in marriage. Like there were just a lot of things that I was like, this is not right. (laughs) So it just, yeah, it was a lot. It was scary. It was just anxiety driven. It was sad. All the things. What did your, what did your parents or your siblings uh, say when you, when you found out when you invited them to the wedding. So they had all met him. So they did like, you know, I don't know if you remember this. They didn't show that, did they? Yeah, they showed like the family's meeting. Um, Our families got along really, really well. Uh, My parents and his parents, uh, Kenny's parents were really like, literally they became like instant best friends. They really connected too. Um, So that's why like, you know, throughout the process, people were so confused when I said no at the altar. Cause they're like, okay, you guys get along. Like everything seemed to be going really well. Your families get along. Like everything is checking the boxes. And then I was like, Nope. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, our families, they, I mean, his family really liked me. Um, and my family really liked Kenny as well. I mean, again, he's a really stand up guy. I feel like I'm a pretty stand up girl. So I didn't feel like there was any, you know, no one had anything bad to say or anything. I mean, my, my parents in general, like I thought at first when I even told them the concept of the show, yeah, I thought that they were going to be like over my dead body. You're getting, could potentially get married on TV. Like that's not the way you want to get married. I thought that they were going to be like, you know, in their traditional mindsets. And they were like, you know what? You're in your thirties. Like anything is possible at this time point. And I was like, all right, well, that's good. <laughs> Did you know the show was going to be picked up for uh, 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 Netflix who picked the show up? I don't, I can't remember, honestly, like if I, if they had already, I think that they were in conversation about getting picked up, but it had not been picked up yet. So we just didn't, with that, we didn't know how big it was going to be. Even being on Netflix, like not everyone sees every show on Netflix. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but it was weird reality show is it was the first reality show first reality dating show on netflix one it was aired right before the pandemic so everyone that got stuck in their homes everyone the entire world started watching us so it just became like this phenomenal (laughs) did you know what you were getting yourself into did 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 the producers let you know hey you're gonna be separated by a wall in a pot and you will have an hour with each guy did they tell you that or no not until no not until we got there did we realize like what what the whole like what it was really gonna look like they just said you're gonna like get to know people without ever seeing them but we didn't know like what that meant 
How did the rotation go again? You, I, I, I believe you explained it, but I've forgotten. Can you explain again? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so there was at first like 15 guys and 15 girls. So we did, I think our first um, date, they were like seven minutes. Oh, that's it? Minutes. Yeah. You're yeah. making it look like it's so long on TV. Yeah, well, those ones were, I mean, it, like I said, I mean, we had to go kind of like through a process of elimination every single day. So um, it was like five to seven minutes the first day, then it, or not first day, but like the first date was like that long. And the second date may have been like 15 minutes and then it was like 25 and then 45 and then an hour and then an hour and a half. I think our longest date was actually an hour and a half. And we had like one or two of those, but it was interesting because you're usually at that point when you're, when we were on the dates, like for the hour and a half, you're talking to like potentially the person that is going to propose to you. So an hour and a half feels like it's 10 minutes when you're talking to someone that you're really like syncing with, you know? So an hour and a half went by and we were like, no, we have to, we, we want to talk to them more, but it was like, time's up. Gotta go. So is there a camera crew with you in the pod or is it like a, a hidden camera? Hidden. They're hidden. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Did you wish you, you made different choices on the sh- while on the show? Good question. Um, you, yes and no. Um, I mean, I granted it was who I was, my personality at that time. I mean, had I been where I am today, I probably would have shown up a little bit different, maybe a little bit more um, confident. I mean, I definitely would have been more confident because I just am more confident today. But I don't know, like maybe different area. Maybe I would have had like a couple more drinks, or maybe I would have gotten more involved in the drama just because I have more to say these days, like I'm more in my voice, you know, but then again, I don't like drama. So (laughs) maybe not. (laughs) Do you think uh, the fame had changed anyone? No, I mean, for the people that I still, I mean, I still keep in touch with, I mean, Giannina, I mean, Lauren and Cameron, I still like, not on a regular basis, but like we, I still, we do still talk a little bit. I mean, they, I don't see them a difference as far as like ego or personality, anything like that. I see more of just like they're busy with like so many different opportunities. And so it's hard to, you know, I'll say like, hey, we should like go grab lunch or dinner or something. And it's like, yeah, we should. But like, I can't <laughs> or, you know, it, or like I'll send that message and like they won't see it, you know, kind of thing because they get inundated with other messages. So it's just, you know, just they're busy. They're all busy. I mean, Giannina is always like flying somewhere. She's always somewhere. Lauren and Cameron, I mean, they wrote a book. They've been doing like all kinds of things. So it's just, you know, everyone, I don't, I don't feel like anyone really did change. Um, no, yeah. Everybody stayed pretty true to who they were. What about mental health? Do they have like a, do you have access to a site as a, a therapist while you're there? Um, no. I'm sure that we could have access to a therapist, but there wasn't like, Hey, this is so-and-so she's the onsite therapist. Um, it was like our production, our producers were more of our therapists in a sense. Um, granted, I do believe that therapy should be mandated for reality shows while we're filming after we get done filming and while the show is airing. Like, I think that that should be something that all reality shows mandate because it is a very, um, emotional 
emotionally charged experience. So yeah. Yeah. Did it, did it surprise you at all? Which couple, which couple ended up together? Couples. Yeah. Couples. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say like Matt and Amber Barnett, that would, that would, they were my like shocker. Like I didn't know that I didn't think that they you didn't would, see that coming. I didn't see that coming. Um, I didn't think that they were still going to be married either. I just, I don't know. but I don't know their relationship either. So I just, from the little bits that I know of them, I just didn't feel, I didn't, I guess I didn't see it. <laughs> Can you quit the show in the middle? Mm, not really. Really? Well, yeah. You, what happened if you do you, what they have, they're going to oh, sue no. you. You have legal consequences Perhaps. Yeah. Oh man, that's, I don't know. I don't, know. I, don't that I, I can't pull out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't, that sounded bad. No, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I'm not really sure. I don't remember on that regard. Um, but yeah, I don't think it was something that we could just like easily step out of. So. Gotcha. How much does it pay to be on reality TV? Do you get paid at all? Uh, we did get compensated. Um, it just depends. I mean, different reality shows are, are definitely different as far as like their compensation goes, but yeah, I can't really speak to that, but we, we do get compensated in some gotcha. way. Confidential. <laughs> Confidential. Top secret. <laughs> Would you go back if they, if they do love is blind too, and they, and they ask you, would you want to come back? Would you say yes? Well, they already filmed um, season two, so that will be wow, so fast. Yeah, yeah, they filmed it. I think during the pandemic. Um, I mean, granted, we're still in the pandemic, but they filmed it last year. Um, yeah, but I mean, yes, if there was another opportunity, I would potentially do it, um, or just another show in general. Like, I would love to do like a game show. I think that would be fun. What a what a what a what other reality TV show would you be interested in? Like the the cha- uh, the challenge. That's, that's kind of competitive. Yeah, that's competitive. Um, I don't think that like, I'm like, as far as like, (laughs) when I say game show, I mean, less like aggressive than the challenge. (laughs) Uh, No, no. You do amazing race. Have you seen that? Actually amazing race, but no, I would think like, like game show, like price is right. Oh, supermarket sweep. Like a game. Yeah, like an actual game, a show. Um, something like that. I not to say I just think the like more like challenging, like physically challenging things or something that I'm just like, I don't I don't care that much about something like that. Granted, I mean, yeah, if I was offered whatever, then yeah, potentially. And if it wasn't like, hey, you have to eat roaches or something, totally oh, yeah. Down. Yeah, like be um, a factor. Yeah, I'm like, no, I couldn't do that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, if I like Bachelor, Bachelorette, sign me up. Bachelor, Bachelorette, sign you up. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. I could be the oldest. My favorite, my favorite is Wheel of Fortune. I love Wheel of Fortune. I feel like I can. I feel like I'm really good at it. But I know if if I'm actually participating, I will get a brain fart. I'll be like, yeah. get a brain, you know. <gasps> That's hilarious. <laughs> yes, so true. <laughs> Well, it, that's 
all the questions that I have for you. And I'm really glad you made time to chat today. It was really nice. It was nice. Thank you so much. It was such a great flow of questions too. And I know that so many people have those questions. So I appreciate you asking and I never mind sharing. So yeah, thanks. This is going to be up next week. And can you tell everyone uh, your website and your Instagram handle so they can follow you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you can find me. um, I'm most active on my Instagram. It's at Chase Life with Kelly. And then I do have a website. It's chaselifetogether.com. You can find different ways of, you know, if you are interested in like mindset, self-love, confidence, all that, um, different ways of working together. Yeah. Can you talk about the services that you offer? Yeah. Yeah. So I, like I said, I'm a a mindset coach. I do work with all gamuts of of women, um, but uh, more specifically with like women, maybe like working a nine to five with like a side business or something like that, um, who are, you know, just having, they, they lack confidence. They're maybe having struggling with like self-love and, um, as well as, um, uh, like boundaries, boundaries in relationships, because boundaries all together, we have to start improving those in order to like, you know, just stand up more confidently and be, you know, step into our greatness and be aligned and honored, you know, honor ourselves so that we get the things that we want in life. Um, but yeah, so it's all about reprogramming the subconscious mind so that you start acting and thinking like the person you want to be versus the person you are now because the person you are now is not getting you the results you want in life. So I'm really glad you recovered from your COVID. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So it is not as scary as the fear mongering is because I feel like there's a lot of fear mongering going on. It's getting too much. Yeah. It's getting way too much. I don't watch the news. Yeah. It's because all they do is just fear, 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 fear. And all they do is trying to divide, divide, divide. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on, I agree with that as well. I definitely do. uh, All right. I will send you an email with the link of this podcast when it's up next week. Awesome girlfriend. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you all for listening to my story. (laughs) Yes, of course. Thank you so much for making the time. Yes, girl. I'm glad that I was able to. Thank you. Bye. 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 I don't know if you want me to get off or not. Okay, there we go. Oh, no, you're good.